Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story comes from 1 Samuel chapter 2 through chapter 4. The title of today's story is The Mighty Ark of the Covenant. This will be the first story in a series of stories, so make sure to tune in. All right, everybody, here we go. Let's begin. A long, long time ago, there was a woman named Hannah. She was loved very much so by her husband, but they had no children. Hannah prayed and prayed. She cried out to God for a child. She got down on her knees, bowed down, her hair hanging in her face as tears streamed down her cheeks. Hannah cried out in prayer to the Lord. Lord, please give me a son. Oh, I will dedicate him to you, Lord. I promise. I really will. Oh, please, Lord. She was praying so hard that the priest nearby, his name is Eli, everyone shout, Eli. Very good. Well, Eli saw her and thought she was acting so strange. Maybe he thought, what in the world is she doing? She's acting crazy and wild. It looks like she's talking to herself. Has she gone mad? Lost her marbles? Eli approached Hannah. Ahem. Excuse me, miss. We cannot have such odd behavior here in the church. Oh, goodness, Hannah said as she wiped away the tears from her face. It's not that at all. I was just pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take me as a wicked woman. I have been praying out of my great sadness, praying that I would have a child. Well... Eli said. Okay, I will pray for you too. Now go in peace and may God grant you what you ask. Quickly, Hannah gathered all of her things. She gathered her coat and water, and standing up from her knees, she continued to wipe away her tears from her face with the back of her hand. She felt more at peace after praying and meeting Eli. She turned and left the church, walking along the dirt floor as she carried her basket with the water and the apple for her journey home. Time went by for Hannah, and surely enough, God heard her prayer. Hannah gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I have asked the Lord for him. After time passed, and Samuel was older, Hannah followed through with her vow to God. She loaded up the donkey, they packed their bags and food with water, and set out to the church where Eli was. Here, Eli would care for Samuel and teach him all about God. Samuel lived with Eli and learned so much. He studied and prayed every day. His mom even came to visit him and bring him new clothes that she had made just for him. Well, one night when Samuel was sleeping sound asleep, that very night, Samuel was woken up from his sleep three different times by someone calling his name. Samuel. Samuel. Every time Samuel heard his name called, he would run to Eli and say, Here I am. You called me? And each time Eli would say, No, I did not. Now go to sleep. Finally, after three times of this, Eli said, Aha! God is the one calling you Samuel. Oh, replied Samuel. Time out, everyone. 
Here is a lesson learned. We should be glad that God does not stop calling us, even if we are slow to hear or understand. Thank goodness. Okay, let's continue with Samuel. So, after Samuel realized that it was God calling him, he crawled back into his straw bed, snuggled up with his soft brown blanket, and soon was fast asleep again. That is, until again the Lord called him. Samuel! Samuel! Suddenly Samuel sat straight up. Bing! Oh, what? <clears throat> Speak, for your servant is listening, Samuel said to the Lord. God told Samuel all about the future and what to expect. The next morning, Samuel woke up. <sighs> Rise and shine another day. He got dressed, ate his toast, and drank his water. While he was sitting there eating breakfast, he started to realize that now, right now, and as he grew, that the Lord would be with him to teach him, so that Samuel could then teach others about God. Back then, God's people were called the Israelites. Can you say Israelites? Very good. Well, Samuel and Eli were going to help each other teach the Israelites all about God. Now, the Israelites had a huge enemy called the Philistines. These two groups, the Israelites and the Philistines, fought often, back and forth and back and forth. The Israelites lost yet another battle to the Philistines, and they said, Why did the Lord bring defeat upon us today before the Philistines? Oh, let us bring the Ark of the Lord's Covenant with us to these fights, so that maybe it will save us from our enemy's hands. Okay, quick time out again. Before we go any further in this story, we need to understand what the Ark of the Lord's Covenant is. God told his people, called the Israelites, to build this Ark of the Covenant. This is way, way back when Moses was leading the Israelites through the desert. God told Moses and all of the people with him to build this box. He gave them all the instructions on exactly how it should look. The wood box was covered in gold on the inside and the outside. Two angels sat on top of the box, also covered in gold, their wings pointing up towards heaven. There were two poles on each side of the box. They were gold too, and they were used to help carry the Ark of the Covenant. This was such a special thing. Very, very important things were put inside the box. Things that helped remind the Israelites of how God helped them in their times of need and his past faithfulness. All of this was a reminder to God's people that he was with them and that he made a promise with them. In fact, that is what a covenant is. It is a promise or an agreement. Okay, what's a covenant? A promise or an agreement. Awesome. God gave them this box to carry with them on their journeys so they would always remember his promise that they were his people, and that they were loved. Do you have something that's so special to you? Maybe it's a blanket or a stuffed animal. Maybe it's special to you because grandma or dad gave it to you. It can remind you of that person that you love. And every time you hold it or see it, you remember them. You probably keep it in a very safe place, don't you? Because it's so important. Well, the Ark of the Lord's Covenant is kind of like your special thing because it reminds the people of God and his promise. And it's also so special 
that it could only be kept in certain places and carried a certain way because it was very, very important. Okay, now that we understand it better, let's continue. Remember what we just learned because it'll play a part in the rest of the story. All right, time in again for the story. Now, since the Israelites decided to take the Ark of the Covenant with them to their battles, it was carried into their camp. All of Israel raised such a great shout that the whole ground shook. Hearing this, the Philistines, who were not that far away, heard the ground shaking and all of the Israelites shouting, Oh no! What's all the shouting from their camp? Then the Philistines they realized that the Ark of the Lord was in Israel's camp, and the Philistines began to become scared. They began biting their nails and sweating. Oh, oh no, oh no, we're in trouble now. Woe to us, who will help us now? The Philistines trembled in their boots, their knees knocking as they remembered all the plagues in Egypt that happened because of the Israelites' God. They began to recount all the stories of just how mighty God was and how faithful he was to the people that he loved. Ahem, be men, the Philistines later shouted. He stood up tall, shoulders back. He stood atop a table to shout to all the soldiers at the Philistine camp. His voice boomed. Be strong, Philistines. Be men, or you will be ruled by the Israelites. Be men and fight. Soon, all the men in the Philistine camp began to roar in agreement as they got pumped up by their leader's big speech. Philistines versus the Israelites! And soon enough, the Philistines and the Israelites fought. Horses galloped, charging at soldiers. Swords flung, crashed, and clanged. Men yelled. And in the end, the Israelites lost. They fled to their tents. A short man who had been in the battle had a thick beard It was now full of dust from all the fights. This man ran all the way back from the fight, back to Shiloh, the place where Eli was. The man was short of breath. He was gasping for air. The man was struggling to speak. He was trying to tell Eli the horrible news, the horrible news that their people had lost the fight. And not only that, but the Philistines had taken the Ark of the Covenant. As soon as Eli heard this news, he fell backwards off his chair because he was so saddened and surprised by this bad news. Okay, that's the end of our story today. I know it ends here, the suspense, but this is a to-be-continued story. So make sure you continue to listen for the upcoming episodes and we'll finish what happens. For next time, we will learn what happens after the Israelites lose the battle. Maybe the Philistines were not so happy that they took the Ark of the Lord's Covenant into their camp. Let's find out. And with this story and other things in life, let's remember that it's not always what it seems. God sees all the pieces to the puzzle. The story is not over until it's over. So make sure to listen to the next few stories. Have you ever heard of David and Goliath? Well, that's where we're headed. See, I told you it's not always as it seems. Israel may have lost this battle, but let's see what happens in the future. 
Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please help support this podcast by giving me a review and subscribing. It means the world to me. Bye for now.